Welcome to the show, All or Nothing. Hello, hello. Orla. Hello, 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 hello. Great name, by the way. Thank you so much. <laughs> there is a bit of a story behind it. Oh. Uh, a few years ago, a friend of mine and I decided that we were going to have a baby together. And uh, wow. a lesbian friend of mine. Yeah. And um, she, um, so we went through all the motions and everything, uh, but we'd um, decided quite early on what we were going to call our children. Um, Kit, if it was a boy, and Orla, if it was a girl. And I told a friend of mine, and they said, you can't call a girl Orla because (laughs) they'll be um, taking the mickey out of at school that, you know, everyone will say all or nothing. (laughs) So that's where it came from. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, ah. it, the name stuck. Never heard that before. Never yeah. heard that. Um, it was a toss-up um, when I first started as to whether or not it was going to be All Aboard, but there is another drag queen called All Aboard, so <laughs> it was... <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so I stuck with All or Nothing. Okay, so what kind of drag queen would you describe yourself as? Well, there's a lot of um, drag at the moment. Thanks to um, a lot of popular TV shows, there's a lot of drag at the moment that concentrates on... Uh, the you know lip syncing and the looks. Um, I'm a bit of a mix between old school drag and new school drag. So I do a lot of look stuff as well. Um, but I also hark back to um, the comedy of people like um, Dame Edna and Lily Savage. You know, um, you're not going to come along and see a show of mine where it's just going to be a lot of lip syncing and um, dancing all over the stage. Although people that do that are amazing um you're going to get some comedy as well and you're going to get um you know um picked on maybe or you know uh, i do a lot of bingo as well that type of thing i I was going to mention that you just stole that right out of my questions (laughs) (laughs) i think i think that's um that's probably probably the good side of drag i I would have said because i think there's quite a lot of uh american influence would you say yes. the the you know the miming etc whereas you know a lot of british drag that i've seen is very much whole package sing it loud and proud yeah. and more comedy yeah yes yeah. yeah there's um a lot of the american drag is lip syncing um and you go along and you see the spectacular with um, these people you know doing somersaults all over the stage and everything and it's Oh my god, it's amazing! I I would actually love to be able to do that. Um, however, I can't, um, and fortunately, I live in England where there is a, um, a bit of a more diverse type of drag. I think here, um, where uh, there's a lot more audience participation. It's um, you know directing things to the audience, and like I say, comedy and and things like that. People appreciate that much more. I think because. We've got the history of Commedia dell'arte and Panto, with yeah. the um, you know the dame and everything. There's it's a different kind of drag. I, I love it. I, I love performing to audiences, but I think you need to cater everything to your the audience. It all depends on what kind of show that you're you're going to perform at as to what you're going to do. So um, you know, talking a little bit about, about drag, but um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Maybe the non-drag you. Okay, um, well, I started uh, acting um, when I was very, very young. My first role ever uh, was as a tree 
in um, The Wizard of Oz when I was at school. I was actually thinking about this the other day. Um, and um, when I got told that I was wooden, <laughs> I thought, yeah, that's that's the life for me, you know. <laughs> so, that's a compliment if you're a tree. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> so I went straight into it. And um, I took a couple of years off when I left college and decided, right, okay, there's no joy in acting. You know, I'm not going to get anywhere. And then after a couple of years, I thought, I'm not going to get any joy unless I do it. And so I went to drama school. And uh, thank you. Um, I, and actual fact, although I don't earn uh, great bucks by it, I have had such a great career. I've mm. worked in the West End. I've done national. I've toured England. I've done rep. I've done um, international tours as well in Italy and things like that. I've done Shakespeare. I've done musicals. Wow. I've done, you know, and it's it's been so diverse. Um, and I think as an actor, that's what you want. You know, you want to be able to to turn your hand at anything and to enjoy doing it. That's. I think that's what following your dream is all about, isn't it? It's not necessarily exactly. about the money. So if you love what you do, then, then you've got it all sorted, haven't you? Exactly. I got asked the other day um, about the highlights of my career. And do you know what? Every single job that I've had has been a highlight. It's really really shown me how much I love doing what I do which sounds so wanky but in actual fact it's true <laughs> no, it's, it's really it's true you know um, I, I, like say you know like I said before you cater to your audience but if you can enjoy what you're doing it's amazing and um, being a performer I think is one of the very few things where you few uh, jobs where you actually do enjoy what you do you know mm. no I, I can relate to that I mean me and Chris uh, we do uh, the radio show we do a podcast we both have regular day jobs and I can't speak for Chris but I actually really just love the days when we just actually can take ourselves out of it and do the podcast we can do our radio show and it's like yeah. a different side of you comes out isn't it Exactly, exactly. A different side of you does come out and uh, you can just sit back and have fun. Mm, definitely. So uh, what do your friends and maybe your family think of All or Nothing? Um, I was really worried at the beginning, um, really worried. I come from a very, very traditional London background, you know. Um, you know, a man was a man, a woman was a woman. And um, mm. when I came out as a gay initially, that worried me as well. Unfortunately... I was uh, met with love within my family, oh. um, which was amazing, absolutely amazing. It was, I say love, it was pretty much, it was pretty much, yeah, and, <laughs> you know, that type of thing. Um, when I came out with All or Nothing, um, it was a little bit more difficult. Um, I grew up in the 80s where when we had Kenny Everett on the TV it was oh my god I can't believe you've got that person on there that type of thing <laughs> mm. um, and Kenny Everett wasn't even trying to you know emulate being a woman he was just you know doing yeah, it, everything for comedy, comedy. Isn't it? exactly exactly you know um, if anything with Cleo Rockos you know <laughs> there was a very full figured woman on there <laughs> um, 
so uh, you know it, it was very difficult for me to come to come out as Orla to my family when I did my first show um, I did a course you see and um, it culminated in doing a show at the Royal Vox at Tavern and when that got put on sale my sister and my niece and my sister's best friend came along to see it my mum tried to make um, it up there but she couldn't um, and I was overblown with the amount of support that I had because I work in the entertainment industry anyway obviously it's a lot more um, accepted so it was my family that um, I was worried about um, about nine months after that I actually got asked to perform in the town where my parents live where I pretty much grew up oh wow oh. and I was so worried about that because it's very very white right wing uh. um and i thought uh, this isn't gonna go down well um my experiences at school uh, and everything just you know they didn't help my confidence at all but in actual fact i went down there and i did it and there were people that came along specifically to see us even though that we were the um uh, me and a couple of other queens we were the warm-up act for a, a, a Take That tribute. And there were people that actually came along to see us. And I was just overblown by that. It was amazing. And then Absolutely left when amazing. the Take That tribute act started. <laughs> <laughs> I love Take That. Oh, no, but, <laughs> they were really good, actually. They were oh, really? very good. Yeah. <laughs> what were they called? I, I have no names. idea. <laughs> Probably Take This or Have That. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. <laughs> so I was uh, looking on your Insta and I did notice the bingo calling. That looks yes. like a proper laugh. Is it like like fancy bingo where you can win a top prize or is it like you know down your local pub where you win meat bingo um because to be honest with you i quite like getting some chops <laughs> i quite like getting the chops from my sunday dinner chops meat i heard of it i heard of bingo with like where you win shots but Chops. Chops That's is... a shots bingo. Yeah. See, maybe uh, well, I shouted one. Well, that's kind of like drag brunch, you know, where you, you go along and you do shots and you have a, you know, get drunk and, and then you turn out at three o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday <laughs> and you're absolutely larynx. The, the best kind of bingo. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's not us, unfortunately. Um, I've primarily done it for um, a company called Clip Theatre who caters for um, mums who oh. generally um, have... Uh, not to one-year-olds sometimes they do um things for older children as well but their whole thing is that they they entertain the children with the mums being there and um so vari who runs clip theater she got in contact with me and she said you know i've got this amazing idea what do you think about this and I just, I thought it was brilliant. I thought, you know, I, it's something that I really wanted to go into anyway. You know, I loved the thought of going out um, and going to different places and meeting loads of new people anyway. Um, so I said yes. And we, unfortunately, then 
COVID hit, oh, and um, just just when we were starting to get things together, so we did an online one, and it worked really, really well. And that, but that was for everyone that we kind of like opened it up to people, friends and family, if you yeah, like. Yeah. Um, and it went down really, really well. Um, and then um, after we were able to start going out again, we did it for um, mums and um it was met with such a great reception that it it, it, it was a joy to do it wasn't yeah. a job you know um so uh it, yeah it's for, like i say it's for mums with children that are not to one in this instance um although we do we have and we do um older children and just normal people I say normal people. <laughs> normal people have children. Yeah. Um, you know, just, <laughs> um, just uh, everyone as well. We've done it for um, for um, just adults by themselves as well. And it's worked so well. I love doing it. It's a lot of fun. Um, people just want to come along and have a good time. And, and I think that's the best audience, you know. Clickety click 66. Is that one? Exactly. We well, we have Flexing we have in. made up our own um, uh, call numbers. Oh, things like um, um, <laughs> pelvic floor number four. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, oh God, it's twins number eleven. You know <laughs> things like that because you you know again it's it's catering for your audience. Yeah. You know yeah. you have. I think with any kind of entertainment, you have to think about your audience. You can't just say, right, okay, this is what we're going to do and this is how we're going to do it. Sod everything else. You have to mm. kind of think who, who you're doing it to. And if things work, then they work. If they don't, then they don't. You change it. You know. Um, so tell us a little bit about uh, your storytelling event that you have planned for next week. Um, okay, so... I, my um, partner, Derek, he runs a company called DK Delight. And last year, he started up with uh, a storytelling event um, called the Delight Before Christmas. And um, it was a huge success. Um, loads of people came to see it. And so we decided that we'd do another one this year um, for Halloween. Um, and um, that was a, a big success as well. So we've decided to do a Christmas one. Or rather, he's decided to do it. Awesome. So it's the, it's the Delight Before Christmas 2. Um, and it, but this time, it's because of the situation, we're just going to do it online. So it's going to be a live event that's online, but there are going to be some a, a couple of recorded elements in it. So next week, we are going to dress um, the studio and um, record these elements, and then it's going to be released, I, th I think it's the 14th or 15th, um, is the the date is the weekend that weekend okay. of December, and um, it's on out savvy as or, already, um, and uh, people can just uh, buy a ticket and log on and and watch it either on the Saturday or Sunday. Excellent. So it's traditional stories, new stories, music, all that type of thing, everything you know, Christmassy. Sounds good. So I hear Orla that you have a Christmas video coming out. I do, I do. We're recording it on Thursday and Friday, and then um, it's going straight to our um, editors, and she's going to edit it all together, and hopefully it'll be out either the second or third week of December on YouTube, all or nothing, okay. without the G. 
and um, yeah, it's um, my partner is Irish, and there's a song that's um, that is American, but it's very popular in Ireland, and it's not so popular here. And we parodied it. Going to be releasing that next week. Excellent, excellent. And where, uh, you say it's on YouTube, but also off your page as well. Yes, it's going to be on YouTube at All or Nothing, and it's going to be on Instagram All or Nothing as well. Well, you know, don't leave us in suspenders, Orla. What is the video about? Is there a theme? <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is. Um, we've actually, we've been questioning a lot of people, that people that are involved in, you know, our friends and family and everything. Nobody re- knows uh, Grandma got cr- run over by a reindeer. Nobody oh, here knows yes. it. I you know it. Yes, oh, I my know. God. Yes, it's from the 70s. Nobody here really remembers it very much um but we've um, done it all i got run over by reindeer so oh, poor, poor yes. Orla. oh well well you say poor orla <laughs> no. she gets a lot out of it oh oh, oh she manages to sue oh, oh, oh great yeah. sends a, a bit of a twist yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I've been here all week um, putting together the costume, uh, um, cutting out things and painting things. And um, today we went up to the studio today and um, set up all the set and everything. It, yeah, it's a lot of work, but a lot of great work. Um, and as Derek, my partner, always says to me, if it's not fun, don't do it. Absolutely. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, that's uh, Steve Cheriton, a.k.a. All or Nothing. No, I've had such a lovely evening. Thank you both so much. Um, it's, yeah, it's been a real blast. You're very welcome. Before we go, if you could just round up your socials for us. Uh, I'm All or Nothing, and um, I am on Instagram as All or Nothing, without the G, and Twitter and YouTube, and even Facebook as well. Um, and uh, look out for um, the new Christmas video and the new um, Christmas storytelling event. You can check out The Chris and Cash Show by visiting thechrisandcashshow.co.uk.